For all your future ticketing needs, use the promo code WAR, W-A-R-R, and save 5% off all purchases at TixBlitz.com or on the TixBlitz app. That's promo code WAR for 5% off on great seats to all events. TixBlitz provides the same great seats as other resellers, but with no service fees. Never pay service fees at TixBlitz.com. Everybody comfortable? Yeah. Get your ass up when I'm talking. Hey, take it easy. It's showtime. It's showtime. Yeah. Feel the magic and soul of the YBs. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Take two. Welcome to that Davis show. I am your host, Kenneth Davis. Follow me on all social media platforms at That's Davis. Of course, the executive producer and my partner in crime, Ryan Bukovetsky. Follow him at Ryan B. Ski and Ryan B. Ski one on Instagram. We got a little sports episode for you with the Bears making their roster cuts to get their roster down to 53 men. Uh, some of them near and dear to our hearts. Some of them unexpected, expected, unexpected. Um, so we got some guys definitely to talk about, Ryan. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. And now I'm especially intrigued because the near and dear caught me off guard. I'd love to hear the near and dear to Ken Davis that we can call the forgotten now. All right. So um, one of my partners over on the uh, Under Center podcast, Alex Shapiro, um, we've had this thing for Lashavius Pig Simmons that we always <laughs> did where we would sing the notorious the post more the post postmortem notorious big song uh notorious no no and we would be like lashavius look 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 somebody asked us will we do it one last time we was like definitely we're gonna do it one last time so yeah that's a double postmortem on top of it (laughs) (laughs) two bodies but um no, so it's just hold it's on, hold those, on. Is yeah. that the nickname or the player? What what what's the nickname? Pig Simmons? Yeah. Yeah, Is that what you were missing. No, are you missing the nickname? Oh, the I'm player? totally no 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 no. I'm actually missing the name Lashavius more than Pig. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, the name Lashavius when he when they drafted him, I was like, Lashavius? I was like, okie dokie, mom, you went, you went, we went for one with that one. So I've always been intrigued by Pig Simmons because of his first name being Lashavius. It's a wonderful name that I enjoy saying. Now I won't get to say Lashavius. Like how? Like you can't live yeah. look a gift Lashavius in the mouth and not appreciate a gift Lashavius. So now hold on. Do you feel the same way about Ladarius? Because when we lost Khalil Mack's brother Ladarius, I thought that that no, was a little bit of a not at all game. Ladarius. You know, that's, I hate to say, but nowadays, that's kind of running the mill down there, right? Ladarius. It's not like, ooh, exotic. You know, we've, <laughs> we've lived in 20 years of the lies by now. Uh, LaShawn, LaTroy. Just get the lays a chance. Yeah, but a uh, LaShavy. I mean, it, and it, like, that's, that's, now that's new for a la, lay, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Pre. That's, that's the new one right there, right? So, and then the Simmons just fit LaShavius. Like, imagine, Lashavius Simmons, like you gonna be like, who? Who is that? You know what I'm saying? You gonna you gonna perk up a little bit, like wait, 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 wait. Who, who's Lashavius 
Simmons. It's giving me a uh, Yo Gotti vibes with uh, Angela Simmons. <laughs> so we also have uh, John Delance, John Alexander. Uh, D- uh, that's offensive lineman DB John Alexander, wide receiver Kevin Shea, offensive lineman Corey Dublin, uh, defensive lineman Mario Edwards Jr., DL defensive lineman, excuse me, Javon Cooley, who I hope makes it through waivers. Um, had a couple plays, uh, running back Demontre De- De Tuggle, um, defensive lineman Sam Kamara, and, uh, of course, the Peter Man, uh, Treadway, Peter Man. <laughs> Um, uh, Michael Schofield is one that definitely stands out. Uh, being I got a question guard, for you after you list them off. Being the guard that um, the Bears brought in but didn't play well, and basically they gave his position to Tevin Jenkins, as a new position a couple weeks ago. And Tevin Jenkins has struggled a little bit at the beginning of preseason games, but has picked it up and seems like he's won a position and found a spot on this roster as of right now moving forward. Now, maybe you kind of already answered the question, but I was curious in your mind, what's the bigger deal, Michael Schofield being cut or Mario Edwards Jr. being cut? Maybe Mario Edwards Jr. um, because we kind of know what we can get out of him. We've seen him pop. Um, Now, I don't know about the front office, but I mean, they're they're educated NFL insiders, so they know, you know, saying that he's, you know, saying a, a nice depth, reserve player to have on your team. So I would say him because, I mean, for us here in Chicago, Michael Schofield really hasn't done anything. You know what I'm saying? It was a name, you know, uh, a a name that in the past was viewed as being a good guard who maybe maybe time has caught up with him or maybe he's going to find latch on in Tampa Bay. We know they need two guards in the center. Maybe he's going to latch on to a place like that. Um, Go up against Akeem Hicks on top of it. How about that? Hey, that'll get you right. Nothing to get you right like that. But, yeah, so I'll I'll have to go with Mario Edwards Jr. because we've seen him flash on a a few, many, not just a few, several Sundays. Um, So, yeah, I mean, you know, he had the off-field issue. Bears knew about it. I don't don't even – I think it kind of – Ended where I don't remember. I think I don't know if the, they said that yeah. the, the young lady uh, either lied or something. But I remember how it ended. Didn't seem. And again, this is just me. I'm trying to remember. Like it was like, oh, this is guilty, 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 guilty. So yeah, I don't even know if it's even worth bringing that up. But I mean, uh, I just think looking at what they probably want to do, and if you got to think about it. You got a defensive head coach. He basically maybe, or maybe also he didn't buy to the hits principle. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe that's part of it where he's he's not one of those guys that wants to run all day and every day. And he had too many loafs in their eyes and they didn't want to have that in the room again. I don't know. I'm just I'm putting that out there as a reason for someone who seemed like a good depth. D lineman was released by the Bears because I don't I would doubt um, that they're going to be able to put him on any practice squad or anything, because it's clearly teams I would think would probably want to sign him because. Yeah, and he's past his service time eligibility, I think, for the practice squad. But, yeah, I only bring it up just because of that. Like, looking at Mario Edwards Jr., like you said, big-time depth piece. Like, this, like defensive line is everything in this scheme. You've got to get pressure with that front four. So you need guys that can get after the pass rusher. And in a 3-4 front or in their routine four-man front, they would routinely be – like Mario Edwards in the backfield. So I was 
a little surprised by that compared to maybe some of the younger guys. And it's the same thing with Schofield. Him being cut means there's a different starter on the offensive line. So obviously that's a big deal. But in a way, I almost think of it as like not as big of a deal because they really should have been going with a Borum or a Jenkins if you're going to put Riley Reef as your right tackle. Not even waste your time with a Michael Schofield unless they were just terrible at guard. Yeah, but you know what it could have been too? Like, I, I believe they should have been practicing Tevin Jenkins at guard, but he was hurt. They didn't tell us what was wrong with him, but clearly he had something, and I don't think it was just attitude uh, when it comes to Tevin Jenkins, right? Um, well, probably- if anything, we were touting how he bought in. Remember how he cut down on beer, cut down the body fat right. percentage? Like, it really wouldn't make sense for him not to get along with the program when he seemed like he was. But they leaked out that he wasn't. I mean, that didn't come from nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Like when they were talking about trading him and that someone did that. But they still were even as of the day before. Did you see right, that so report I, by Tom Pelissero? So, so I doubt it now, though. You know I know. What I'm like, that's why I was shocked to see it like yesterday. Oh, Bears are still taking trade offers for like what? He's your starter. What are you talking about? Well, oh, you know what? Maybe that's bad in value to him perhaps to get to get a trade through. Um but look and maybe I, this front office is throwing smoke out there. Maybe that's what they're doing with some of this I would, stuff. I would hate to give uh, all those reps to someone um who's not gonna be here and then now you have to get somebody else in there to play right guard. I mean do you do, I would I do they believe Sam Mustafer could do it when Lucas Patrick comes back? I, exactly. I would make the same face that you're making right now. So I would think they're set as of right now, but nothing's in stone depending on how well these players play. You know what I'm saying? But I think it's kind of, it's a good, I look at it for right now. It's good that they try to light a fire under Borman Jenkins to get them to do what they needed to do. And then didn't just say where you're out, you know, cause some people, when you fall out a favor, they never give you a chance to fall back in. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But also mm-hmm. those players fought for because, and I've said this on under center, if I'm them, I'm looking at Braxton Jones Jr. and like, yeah, they over here playing favoritism, basically. You know what I'm saying? Like, what Shorty just get the he just gets the spot. You know what I'm saying? Like what and again, I'm not there. Um, and I'm not in the trenches to know like his performance compared to their performance, but I'm sure they're looking at it like, dude, come on now. I'm Tevin Jenkins. I'm a second round pick that was supposed to go in the first round. Right. This right. Kid, this kid's like Larry Borum. He's a fifth rounder, but at least Borum has a whole NFL season that he's played basically ahead of this young man. So for them to figure it out and players that it seems like, particularly when we know with Jenkins, that they were willing to jettison in some form or fashion, that they realized there's too much talent just to to get rid of such a big, strong brute as in a Tevin Jenkins, and how much, even though it wasn't you, the last regime put in the giving reps to Larry Borum. You know what I'm saying? Why not? I mean, you're better trying to see what these kids can do, young men, with a lot of reps for the first quarter and then if you have to go to Riley Reef, you go to Riley Reef at right tackle. Maybe you kick in Borum, but it's it's better to let them see what they can really do and get out there and kind of jail together. You know what I'm saying? To become one one unit. So 
I kind of like it, even though I don't like anybody putting any dirt on anybody's name as far as liking Jenkins and not necessarily having his the, the right attitude is what was alleged um, earlier on in training camp. Um, but, man, if they can figure it out, man, if you got there, I mean, I don't know. Bra- Braxton Jones, man, is he's about to go through an ordeal this year. Yes, he is. That's just the truth. Of That's the a rite of passage, like boy with the spear, go out in the jungle and hunt kind of thing. This listen, this this trial by fire. Hopefully, he can withstand it and come through it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's going it's going to be hard, quick. You know what I'm saying? Going from Nick Bosa Ooh. right at the beginning of the year, but he needs that. He needs someone that's that talented on the edge to, to not just hit you with power to be able to get around you. Um, so that's and great for him as a fifth rounder. No one thinks you can be a first round talent. You got week one, Nick Bosa to show the entire country. Yeah. I'm yep. here to play left tackle. Exactly. So, and you got a guy like Larry Borum who played well against him last year to give you his, his thoughts on what he did. Basically he, I, I'm thinking about it. I think I remember Borum just said he just kept to what he was supposed to do, his fundamentals, you know? So the line is the big question outside of the receiving, the receivers room, but um, I'm interested. I just hope they can keep Justin clean and Luke Getze can even at times where the, if the offensive line is struggling, can still move Justin around and keep Justin safe. I got a couple of O-line questions for you. So who is your right tackle, ideally, day one opener? Um, For me... Is it Riley Reef or is it Larry Borum? I want to see what Borum can do, to be honest with you. I want to, I want to see Borum. If Borum's going to fail, I want to see it on the field. You know what I'm saying? And I hope that doesn't get Justin hurt. That's more important. But, I, I mean, Borum, man, again... I'm saying this from a Chicago Bears fan that watched last year in a fifth round pick go out there and do a decent job and thinking about stacking that. He hasn't had a good camp. Borm has gotten his 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 shape drunken a lot through camp. All right. Like <laughs> often. Right. Like from the time I was out there or just not from Josh and Alex telling me um, that, you know, particularly Josh, he hasn't looked well. He's getting burnt. You know what I'm saying? He's getting beat. Um, but still thinking about who he was and where, and also learning in the new system. Of course, you're just the offensive lineman, but still having to learn, you know, different steps. Well, that's a good point. Maybe he's thinking a little bit still right now rather than reacting. And that's why he's getting his butt whooped. Right. And also it's not the, you know what? Borum had the, um, Borum had it easy last year knowing that, the regime brought you in and liked you a whole lot and started looking at you as a starter earlier on. Right. So you, you, you fit you, even though you are afraid of failure, it's different to be afraid of failure when you know the front office has your back and they're invested in you because they spent a draft pick on you and they're giving you all these opportunities. Right. That's now, just like an employer, right? Where exactly you, it's totally you're getting different. a pat on the back. Good job. Right. You're feeling good about a mistake. Hey, you f up again. You're out it's of the, here. You're scared as hell to make a mistake. You're tumbling in. You're t- you can't get out your own head at that point. So now you look at Borum coming in where it looked like he had a job. So then he's running with the second team himself at different points. Then they bring in Riley Reef. And cement Braxton Jones Jr. as the left tackle. So now you're like, whoa, hold up. Yeah. Right? (laughs) 
Like, damn, it's son, like musical right chairs, there. and there's no chairs around. I was the man last year, but you know what I'm saying? Like now, so dog, that gets in your head. And I mean, this isn't this isn't even like, for instance, our jobs where you know I'm doing this for a client or doing something like that. This is a, in competition against one a defender in front of you and other players trying to get your position. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of stuff that you can say you can't control. You can work hard. You can know your fundamentals, but man, you 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 can still get beat. And unfortunately, a lot of times at camp, it was consistent when it came to Borum. So I mean, it's easy, and I think sometimes we realize that man, it's easy to get in your own head. You know what I'm okay. saying? And especially when you're not used to um, failure. Like these dudes aren't re- like these guys ain't been used to failing like that. You know what I'm saying? Let alone they're failing at the highest level. This isn't like, okay, the college coach Gundy said, you know, that Jenkins can, and once he improved his maturity and he locked in what he could, he could be a first round pick. So, I mean, you still know Mike Gundy wants you to be the great. He's going to do everything to make sure that you're going to get out there. They've invested in you. You know what I'm saying? Giving you this scholarship. You know what I'm saying? That's different. You know, Borum at Missouri, that's different when it's like, dude, you in the pros. They will cut. They will trade you if you have value, or cut you if they don't think you're worth taking up a roster spot. And okay. you, then you got to hope you get on with another team, and then you got to fight from the bottom on that other team, depending on the depth that they may have at that position. So it's dog. It's that's hard, man. That's not a. It's not as easy as people make it out to be. And then I'm curious, center. Like, if Lucas Patrick is pretty much healthy, do you want him starting or Sam Mustafer? No, if you don't stop talking to me like that craziness. We all, listen, I know you did not bring Lucas Patrick here and sell us this bag of beans about how this Green Bay backup can can perform 16 to 17 games at center. You He better be out there. I mean, we've seen what we've seen in Mustafer, and it's good to have a swing guy like Mustafer that can play center and guard. Still on your roster, but let's be honest. No, if you wouldn't have brought in Lucas Patrick if you thought Sam Mustafer was the answer, why would you? Isn't, Go ahead. Isn't Sam Mustafer a little bit of a not guard option? Like his value is his smarts and ability at center, but his like worst ability is anchoring. You don't necessarily want that from your guard, right? Right, but it, it's still it's a value that a guy that can play both positions in case in a break in case of emergency. True, you know what I'm saying? Like that's the because yeah. because basically, okay, he's the backup center, but your backup center can be moved over to guard, so he's actually two spots rather than just one spot as a backup center. Right, you know what I'm saying? And you only dress like, seven on game day. Right, and then you look at Riley Reef being a guy that you you look at as being your swing tackle as of right now. You know what I'm saying? Until we, we find out what these kids can necessarily do. So, uh, man, it's we'll see. I mean, it's going to be interesting, and we're going to know out the gate. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I know. 49 defense. Know. You know what I'm saying? How well does that? Because hey, they're not going to be playing with them, right? They're going to try to take advantage of their inexperience to the utmost. You know what I'm saying? Stunts. Yep. Hell yeah. Right? So you're going to see some exotic blitzes. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna they're gonna try to trick the hell out of these kids, let alone just beat them with the type of talent that they have on that defense. When you're talking about that 49ers front seven. So, what do you think about Justin Fields? Then I, I haven't talked to you since the end of that preseason game. 
How are you feeling about Justin Fields right now? Moving forward, season opener, even if it's just vibes and feels, I just want to know where Ken is at with Justin Fields right right now. So, I'm so biased when it comes to Justin, right? And I always remind myself of that. I'm be, I'm just being open. Like I'm rooting for him. <laughs> Wait, let me tell you a story real quick. <laughs> After that preseason game, three touchdowns, I was just like, don't get too hype. Like in my own head, getting like stuff out of the fridge, don't get too hype. But there was like this second voice underneath, like, man, we've been telling you since day one, get on the boat. And like, I'm trying yeah. to stop myself from thinking that, but I can't help it. I've always liked him. I always thought he'd be a dude somewhere. And it's hard. I'm not buying into that. Oh, he's drafted by the Bears. They're going to ruin him kind of thing, even though they did try to kind of ruin him a little bit. But I still think like he's just going to be. The man. I don't know what it is. I hope. You know what I'm saying? I hope it's answered. I don't want – the last thing I want to do is have the Bears win seven to eight games. That's my my prediction. Um, I moved up a game. Um, win seven or eight games and or have like the ninth pick, eighth pick in the draft, right? And they're thinking about maybe looking at a quarterback, where all I want, but everybody, everyone who, and it's not just like I've said it before. Uh, Josh Rock said it before. I was on Unfiltered with David Kaplan last week, and Cap said it. All we want is the Bears to be able to move down in the first round and collect draft picks, right? For all these teams that are going after quarterbacks and know we're set. Like when, like okay, when Jay was here, but like I didn't believe in Jay. Like, yeah. It, like yeah. After season one. Okay, season after uh, two seasons, I, I didn't believe in him. I don't think you're exaggerating with the one. When he had those yeah. four interception games Dude. multiple Dude. times, you're like, holy shit. Like, I, you're going to be Aaron Rodgers? Get the fuck Dude. out of here. I kept telling – I kept saying this. This wasn't at the end of this, his first season, and I wanted Jay Cutler terribly. All right. Don't get it twisted. Coming out of Vanderbilt. He was my favorite player in the NFL before he came to the Bears. Dude, it was not even a question the athletic gifts that he had. But the fundamentals, he never really wanted to refine. But after, I would say, four to five games, if that, I I said, man, we got Jeff George. Like, a guy that's got a crazy cannon, but is never going to get it all together enough and be able to take you someplace. And, I mean, at first, he didn't have any receivers. That, like, outside their rookie year, threw multiple four-interception games in a season. Like, that just doesn't happen. I'm sure someone has to have had it, but that's a good question. Probably um, way back in the way back machine type thing, not in modern era football. No, you know what? Um, uh, Brett Favre has had to have done it. Probably. Brett Favre has had to. Brett Favre. Four interception games, though, multiple times in a year. No, nah, you could be right. Multiple times in a year. That could be that could be the clicker, the sticker right there where you got me. So you may have me right there. <laughs> But you're right about Jay. You are right. Like, outside of him, like, you were just hoping you could build the super team around him. You didn't have have. They have never in my lifetime drafted a quarterback of this pedigree where – like it was – because, like, where – there's questions about Justin, but it's like where was this really at, right? Because during the last two years at Ohio State – Everyone was basically like, all right, it's Trevor Lawrence and it's him, but it ain't. it's like he's right there behind him. And then 
while not playing damn near and only playing <laughs> five, six, seven games. All of a sudden, he follows behind Zach Wilson and right. Trey Lance, Trey Lance. Who, who played a game that year, pandemic year. <laughs> For and Division like, Two, on top of it. E- exactly. It was like, wait, so what, were y'all just waiting to do this? Because, but pedigree-wise, like, Kate Kate Mc, McNeil didn't have this pedigree. No. Um, uh, Rex Grossman his, didn't either. Rex definitely didn't have, like, re, he not, might have I, had I, some I, of the I, collegiate I, achievement, but none yeah, of the ability. Yeah, I'm talking about threatening in this, the, the national championship consistently every year he was the starter. Facing right. Alabama's and 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 uh, Clemson's, Clemson's like these, like mm-hmm. yeah like these real schools you know what I'm saying like um, and and sometimes defeating them you know what I'm saying like where that's what I'm like he was he went up against some teams in his couple of years down there at Ohio State so like those guys weren't doing it like that on this stage mm-hmm. where and again now it's it's not it's it's an apples to oranges comparison because you have the playoff system now or whatever so. They may not have had the straight opportunity when you had like the AP and the coaches deciding necessarily the rankings of who was national. Yeah, but they didn't have the opportunity. Yeah, they didn't. Come on, man. What? 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 what, When's the last time UCLA was putting out? I was just about to say. When's the last time we even thought about them in the national championship conversation? Right. right. Like, dude. So it's like, oh, they never went out and got a dude that was looked at as the second best quarterback. To come out behind someone who was viewed as generational talent, i.e., Andrew Luck or John Elway, as right. in Trevor Lawrence. They've never went out and gotten a guy like that. So again, I'm going off of that. I'm going off he's black. All right. Put I like the blacks, but I'm going off of he's black. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? So it's good. My, look, I wanted them to take Donovan McNabb, right? He was a Catholic League boy right here from the south side of Mark Carmel. It made perfect sense. For them to go up and be like, you, we're going to go get McNabb and bring him to Chicago. And we may not have won a Super Bowl, but if we had a decent coach, they would have had a decade of of prominent quarterback playing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, and like they've mm-hmm. never like now they're actually set up. And actually, that's something I, I meant to say. That's who I kind of feel like is good, Justin's going to be. To be honest, with Ooh, you. Donovan. I think I think he's going to be a little bit more efficient than Donovan. But man, that dude. Don't Donovan before that last. Just, just there, just there. Okay, because Donovan, dog, Donovan. That was part of the problem. Donovan was throwing that feet because he didn't want to go hide and get the, get picked off. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, Donovan was right there outside. And he was a of the, gamer. Yeah, gamer. He was, no, he was just outside of the window of Brady and and uh, uh, Peyton Manning. He was just they they were so high above. And then uh, of course. When Aaron Rodgers finally starts on, but Donovan was right there, right beneath them. You know what I'm saying? Like very good. And it wasn't like outside of Tara Owens, what weapons did he have? Right. And like, so he loses those four NFC championship games, but people forget the playoff runs he had and some of the teams he was beating to get to those NFC the champs, Tampa too. They were only really favored to get to the Super Bowl out of any of those runs when they had T.O. That was right. it. Right. Dude. I mean, because, well, they, who, who's the running back that they had there? Um, that was a, a Johnny can do it all. Um, I yeah. Can't, I, I can't. But outside, of, that's the only guy they really had. And even Brett. him, there's a reason why we can't remember his name. He wasn't a pro bowler. He wasn't an all pro. He wasn't he anything. But listen, they, made, Fred Mitchell. As a returner, I think. As a returner, though, I think wait, that you're thinking about. 
No, man. Too low. Pause the show for an old eagle running back. I can't. You can talk. Hold on. Oh, my God. I feel like it's Goodman or whatever. Uh, All right, real quick. It was Westbrook. It was Westbrook. Oh, Brian Westbrook. Yeah, Westbrook Westbrook was nice. Don't get it twisted. Westbrook was nice. We All right, but that was it. That his name. That was it. That's the outside of T.O., which that lasted a year. That was it, basically, right? They didn't put him around like these star receivers and set Donovan up like that. He was – he had to get it done out the dirt. All right? Jay Fields, he's got way more mobility than Don McNabb. Like, that touchdown to Cole Komet in the third game, like, if he can really master that, like, rollout – you know, just reading guys running towards him or trying to get at the receiver they think in the scramble drill, if he gets good at that. And I was, I don't know about you, but with him, that accuracy looked especially crisp from Justin Fields. Like, he has always been an accurate passer, but at times I felt last year he was not as accurate as he was in college. Which was a little... Yeah, like the footwork, the timing was a big part of that, and you can see the difference this year, at least in that preseason game. Yeah, we got to see now when it starts getting hot, does he revert back to his old ways? Uh, but he well, doesn't I, seem I like the that type that's of cat. Somewhat solved from the fact that we're seeing the rollouts, we're seeing them right. move it. Like, oh, we can't block this. Let's get him on the move. Then let's let's move him a little bit. Versus before, where it's like, oh, we can't block this. Well, run it. I'm with you. I mean, look, again, and go back to your initial question. I just – if you if I have a good season from Justin Fields, I'm happy. The record doesn't I, – I still want my team to win. Um, but if they, you, they get seven, eight victories um, and Justin Let's has, be real. If they got three victories, but we know Justin Fields is the dude for the next 10 years, we'd take that in a heartbeat. I'm, I, and I, I, on the flip side, I may be happier because you have a higher draft pick. Right, which yeah, is we're going to be value, selling, which selling is more value down the to trade down so somebody can come up or get, you know, saying Young or Shroud or whoever. But like I, it may, like you said, if you and, and, and if 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 Matt Eberflew seems like he's the coach, you know what I'm saying? Because I mean, Lovey's first season, well, they won five games, I believe. Lovey's first season as yeah, the Bears head coach that sounds right. That's but you you knew the defense was had a chance to yeah, be special. You saw some like players. You, you saw you saw where it was like, oh, okay. also remember the LB came in and how he ran them. Everybody got hurt. Um, yeah. So, yeah. but you saw you saw like where it was like, well, this defense they may be able to do something. And like if you if that's how this year goes, where, where you have that, where we're like this defense can do something, but we have a quarterback for a decade. Yeah, man, you got to look at. I mean, looking at this division, Aaron Rodgers, he only has several more years ahead of him, right? I'm not afraid of Jared Goff and Dan Campbell. And I will see what uh, Quasi, I forget his whole name, the new general manager of the Vikings does. But, I mean, yeah, they got offensive talent, but none of us is afraid of Kirk Cousins. You know what I'm saying? We're afraid of Jefferson, Thielen, and Cook. And Cook has to stay healthy more than just one season. And Thielen's getting up there in years. He's another one. Right. So, I mean, we'll have to like, but this division can be had. I'm not, I'm not looking at anybody. And again, I'm not talking about this year because clearly it's Green Bay's year to to have this division with the Vikes pulling up behind them. 
But like down the road, I'm not fearful. That maybe, maybe look, maybe Detroit finally figures it out. And I'm sure they'll be in the quarterback market and then they're filling out their roster with talent. But Detroit, for some reason, and I'm saying this to disrespect them, it always falls apart. You know what I'm saying? So they'll And it already feels it. like it's starting to fall apart before they'll it got even it. good yet. Right. You know what I'm saying? They'll have to prove it can be sustained because we all thought that after that one year with Jim Schwartz that the, 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 the Lions were going to be a rival of, of the Green Bay uh, here in the NFC North when they had Sue, Dominican Sue, Stafford, Megatron. You know what I'm saying? We were all like, oh, my goodness. Right. And that was one season and it was over. They did yeah. like it was it was oh he couldn't he couldn't rally the troops and get them to focus in it was, so again I'm not look I've loved Detroit teams growing up from because of Barry Sanders and the colors all right I know Anna Leo so it was like, I gotta go right, Thanksgiving man. a little bit too I mean when you always got the team on Thanksgiving one it of the helps best holidays it, it, with Barry Sanders on your team you know a little bit of Robert Perche and Herman Moore I hey, I'm I'm, I'm, a, I'm in for a little Rodney Pete all right uh, yeah. Scott Mitchell and Eric Kramer. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Andre Ware. I'm there for a little bit of all that action. as Because they weren't a threat to us, for real, for real. It was like, yeah, hey, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool or whatever. But, you know, like you kind of had a familiarity with Tampa being in the century before it became the NFC North. So, yeah, I mean, if Justin can be the guy. And, I mean, just imagine if, if he can stack uh, as far as growth and add more to his repertoire and refinement. Man, Doc, I've never seen it. I've never, I was a little kid. All I could hope for was Jim McMahon was going to be healthy. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe this year. Okay. Maybe this. Okay. This isn't, this ain't going to work. Right. That's all I could. Right. And then the Jim Harbaugh was going to be the answer, you know, or between that Mike Tomczak, but the Jim Harbaugh could finally be the answer with how he was viewed coming out of Michigan. And that didn't work. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just been so much failure. At one position, I mean, no, I disrespect Detroit, but they had Matthew Stafford for over a decade. You know, right? When they talk about the Cleveland Browns for all those years not having a quarterback, they had more quarterbacks than we have, and in color on top of it, they had Testaverde after having Bernie Kosar. You know what I'm saying? Like, shoot, Otto Graham, I believe was was playing after Red Grange. So I'm just like, they they've had them a few. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right, Let alone right. the sicko they got being the quarterback highlights. now. We only have colored highlights of Jay, really. Come on, man. So, I mean, if, if this kid is the one, let alone, man, I want to see him. And I don't, he wouldn't take a victory lap. I want to see him rub it in everybody's face. Just seeing the clips of uh, uh, John Lynch talking about how Cal Shanahan was drawing up plays for Trey Lance after they went to Ohio State. The disrespect? Right, right. Like I'll, right. you confirm. We went to Ohio State, and Justin confirmed. Yeah, we're not picking him. Okay, go show right. them, Justin. Go and show them what they. Because I mean, for me, listen. I'll be honest with you. And again, Kyle Shanahan knows more about anything football than I could ever. We're very pro Kyle Shanahan. I'm very pro, as as Josh Rock would say, Shanahan God. Um, but dude, it's not a question out of fear I would have took Justin Fields over Trey Lance. Right! right? Out of fear, right? out of... Man, a kid that played, as you said, at, at, at the lower level and only had a season, even though he didn't throw a pick. It's a powerhouse, you know but damn. Come on now. That's like, I know. Yeah. I know. All right. Guess All who right. else is a powerhouse? Ohio State. Guess who else yeah. is up there? Yeah, right. 
Right. And this wasn't a regular dog. This wasn't even Jim Trestle's Ohio State. And I right. know Jim Trestle. This was a one super of, special Ohio dog, State. Listen, Spurrier. Super serum. We know Spurrier. Spurrier uh, not Spurrier. Um, uh, what's his name? Was the coach? Yeah. Herb, Urban. Urban. Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer is not a good human being, but man, he can coach some of that college football boy. <laughs> he can recruit. He can it. recruit his ass off. I mean, like, don't get it. Twi- when it comes to college football, look. I, listen, I hate to say it, hey man. I know everybody knows you're doing a deal with the devil, but man, if he if he was open and out, if it was a school, I would bring him back. Illinois, you know, <laughs> Dog, yeah, yeah, hell yeah, they should bring him down there, man. It's just Come like uh, that team that went to the national championship, like somebody else is coaching Herb's team at Illinois. That'd be hilarious, Dude, man. Look, man, I'm just saying, dude. When it comes to college football, Urban, no, you're right. Is one of the the best that's ever done it. I mean, and you hit, you said it earlier, like if pa- the pandemic wiped out that college football year, every team would have taken Justin Fields too. It's not a, in that on. draft. Come on, they wouldn't Dude, even if, have talked to anybody else. Right. And, and Justin, all the way crazy down part because he's out there campaigning for them to play. All he had to do was be like, "All right, we're gonna say I'm gonna sit out." Right. Right. All he, that's all he basically had to do. Number two in the draft, automatic. Would have had less tape on him. They may have still picked him apart like they did and then came out with his illness. And that We don't even talk about that. Remember how that happened right yeah, before the, the draft? Seizure. I always think about that. Oh, he has seizures. We can't do it. Like yeah, It's never talked seizure. about in college. Never, it's t- never talked about now. Right. It's never going to be a problem, most likely. like It was the most over... Remind me of the, the face mask with uh, um, a man, the smoke, the, the oh, face mask. Oh, Laramie Tunsil, Laramie Tunsil, Laramie Tunsil. Remind me of yeah. that. Like, we're overblowing this oh, that thing was... way too big. Man, they, they, whoever did that to Laramie Tunsil, there's a special place <laughs> in hell for them. Because, I mean, not not like right. Was it like, was that I, right before I, the I draft or during the draft? Just a little. I got to counter. Uh-huh. It was right before. It was minutes before the draft. Right. He was going to be like first pick in the draft. You're completely right. The only thing I've only kind of somewhat maybe shifted. You know, it's like one of those things where people say, without that horrible thing, my the rest of my life wouldn't have turned out this way and I wouldn't be the same person. So I wouldn't change anything. He's got all those records for how many picks he's been traded for and all the draft contracts. I wonder if even he would want to go back in time and change anything or if he kind of likes how everything kind of turned out ultimately. I'm sure I'm sure he likes how everything turned out because he got his bread. And he's he just got his- like he's this public figure. He's worth like six first round draft picks in his career. <laughs> right. Like he had his bread. So I'm sure he's happy with how. And also, I think he's probably happy with everything turned out in the way. Because now how people view marijuana, yeah. like that was like that. Think about it, that. Like we didn't know these college kids were smoking weed. And that's what you are afraid of, that your offensive lineman is getting the munchies. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, right. if you listen, if you looked at his film and evaluated him as a player that you would draft at a high position, it shouldn't have scared you. Easy. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know who else was in that draft. That's the only reason why I say top three. Because the best left tackle always goes within the top. Was three. Leonard wasn't Leonard Floyd in that draft? I want to say was that the Leonard oh, Floyd boy. draft? Oh, I feel like that was the Leonard that Floyd seems draft. About right. You know, I don't know oh, if it was. Boy. I don't feel. I Too feel bad like he wasn't. couldn't wear a gas mask. That it day. wasn't the um. Huh, 
It wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> um, the Roquan draft, though, right? That wasn't the Roquan no, draft. No, no, it definitely wasn't. It was not the Roquan. Yes, yeah, so I believe it was Leonard Floyd draft or whatever. But yeah, man, like, man, if again to get all the way back, if we have that guy and he shows it, one will say something about Luke Getzey. Um, and you know, the last thing we need is Luke Getzey to be up out of here that fast. Uh, but it'll say something about you know, Luke Getzey. I think for once, I've come around on even that. Because I don't like that either when they leave. But no, it's if he is really that man, like mm-hmm. Justin Fields, he is that dude, I don't think it's going to matter who his OC is. Oh, well, I think it matters, but I'll say this. At least they would have the system as far as the framework of a, a Shanahan-style zone scheme. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they he would still have the same principles regardless if you promote you know, Janico or whatever you did as far as bringing someone. I doubt they would bring in someone who is like, you know, running the numbers. You know what I'm saying? System like, no, they're going to go with some form of this West Coast system is what they through the Shanahan tree is what they're probably going to stick with for Justin and for right. the offensive players. So I'm, listen, I said to Gensi's you. But gone. You are definitely right about that. I said to you, I we should not have a fear of if Getsy is gone. Like that, that operating from that fear point, that means we will never get anybody worth a damn. Where it's mm-hmm. like, no, get him. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if he can be that guy, you know what I'm saying? And the teams are looking for and he can prove it and he can help our guy. Just make sure you have the person behind him that's ready to go and knows what he wants to do. So definitely, man, if that if that works out, I'm going to be excited. Um, Me too. I mean, it, I mean, it already looking at and again, it's too early to know how many of these draft picks are truly going to be worth a damn. But just looking at the fact of the amount of draft picks that are getting reps out of this this, yeah. this first draft, and, and, you know and getting reps that are getting you excited, like Kyler Gordon was really doing it for me in that third. Yes, game. yes, he did. Like you're like, with damn, it. Risker, Braxton Jones. I like Ebner a lot. Let's see if right. Jones maybe do more. Like, Elijah like, Hicks, whoa, Gill. Yeah, you know what Trent, I'm saying. Trenton is pun. Right. So, I mean, if you're if you're like you're telling me that there's a chance that maybe our front Tommy office Robinson? could be could start getting like five good players out of every, almost every draft, damn near. Maybe miss occasionally on a first, but still, not even let's just say it has to be a bust. But he doesn't. He never becomes exactly the stud that we think. But like, I listen. I haven't had that really since Jim Finks. You know, well, to your point, to your point, if Justin Fields shows that like level, that advancement, that's one draft class. And you're fine if that's the only player you get out of it is your starting quarterback moving forward. And then you, this is now the next draft class. and You're talking about five guys. Usually how this thing works in the NFL, a greatness period, you stack three or four drafts together of right. enough consequential guys that's how you sustain a run for about four or five, maybe even like the Bears with Lovey, like eight years kind of up and down within that. And remember, they were missing on first on first rounders. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like Chris now, Yeah, but so we'll we'll definitely see. We'll definitely see. I'm looking forward to this 49ers game. I have the Bears winning this game. If, if this definitely if uh, Jimmy Garoppolo stays the, the F off the field. <laughs> Mr. Have, restructuring. Uh, I know, right? I have um yeah, I think Justin, if Justin they can keep Justin clean, 
Um, I think, man, the Bears, if they can get after Trey Lance, man, this can be a fun Sunday. So I'm going to go with the Bears uh, to win their first game out 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 the gate. I'm feeling that, honestly. And it's not so much that I think much better of the Bears. I just kind of feel like they are a chippy team. And this is kind of one of those weeks where it seems like you probably could catch some people off guard. You want to make a splash. And I don't think they'll necessarily sustain it. But I'm kind of feeling like this team feels a little disrespected. And that's usually one of the best motivators any given Sunday. Facts, to say the least. So I have the Bears. I'll give you a score. I have the Bears beating the 49ers 23 to 16. I'll go 24-23 Bears. Okay. Okay. So that's what I have. I mean, and I hope I'm right. I hope it's at least a close game. The last thing I want is a Bears blowout the first game of the year, and then I have to go on under center <laughs> with so much. I like how we're not even considering that the other end that the Bears are going to blow. I out mean, because that man last year, like last year, man. Oh man, that was a rough season. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. It, it was it, it honestly. Was I was thinking about that this morning. I was thinking about the White Sox. And just like, oh, this reminds me so much of last year's Bears season. It is just like pain every time. you. And then I really started thinking about that season. Man, how did I watch enough of that Matt Nagy, Ryan Pace disaster? Ugh. I mean, just knowing yeah. every week you're not going to score shit. Yep. You ain't scoring shit. How can you play – Pro sports at that level, when the fundamental goal is to score, and you know they're not scoring shit. Right. It's Dude. wild thinking of like how bad that season really was last year. How bad the last couple of seasons were. I know. And you're totally right about that. That last two years of Maggie, unbelievably just. <sighs> Particularly with the amount of money that they had on that roster. You know that what was saying? like a wound just getting reinfected, and you kept like trying to pop it, trying to pop it, and it just would not go. No, nah, you got to go to the hospital for that. They got to do surgery on that one. It's yeah. not going to heal up, and as, as sooner or later, you're gonna get gang- it's going to get gangrenous. <laughs> so, like, yeah. and that's where it got to. It got to a point where somebody had seen for maybe ten years, like, hey, that's looking a little green. Like, okay, now I'm gonna go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else before we get up out of here, Ryan? Any food ideas for that first Sunday, or are we still not planning too early out? Food ideas as far as am I having having something? Like food at the at the house that you will most likely be consuming that day. Nah, man. Like stuff. I mean, honestly, I may grab something on the way home from the studio. You know what I'm saying? But I kind of got to change my diet up now. So I'm only going to do two bad days, basically. Like lately, I've just been like, whatever. Even though I don't eat fast food, but I'm still not eating healthy. Um, but still, like, I don't even because I'm not even. You know what? It, I, I'm not. I don't, I don't have anything just yet because one, I'm not gonna have enough time to prepare something because usually, like, you know, the Super Bowl. You know, so I usually kind of do that spread for the most part. Um, but um, I'm not gonna have the time because now, and just so everybody out to this, um, we're recording. Um, we're gonna try to record. On the Sundays where they play early, we're going to try to record our um, reaction in studio. So I got to watch uh, 
uh, post-game interviews and then find out from the guys things maybe I didn't get to see on television. And uh, I got to make my way down to, you know, saying RC, RSN to uh, record and bring. Yeah, so definitely that's, that's going to be exciting. That's what about you? Stuff. What what are you what do you have? What do you plan on eating? Oh boy, I've been flirting with this idea. I don't know how feasible it is because I haven't looked into it. Trying to get a cuisine from the area of the Bears opponent. Wow, that's dope. That's what I've been trying to think about. And so is it going to be seafood? Yeah, I was thinking like Asian or seafood, something like that for San Francisco. Okay. 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 So that's that's the that. intention. You're going to eat the Ops cuisine on the day of the game? <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do for Green Bay. I guess bratwurst. That's the only thing you can Right. Do. Cheese curds. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Johnsonville's and cheese curds and beer. Um, you only eat brands. It's not a cuisine. It's just brands. Has some Paps. Has some Paps Blue. Velveeta, Paps, and Johnsonville. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. We always appreciate you taking about a little bit of time to hear us talk sports or entertainment or whatever's on our mind. Um, definitely go Bears. You know, I, I'm objective, but this is the first game, so. Man, don't make this a long season. And again, long may not necessarily mean win total, but you know what I'm long is like, damn, they don't know what they're doing. Right. Because at least right now, it's like, I think they may know what they're doing. So that's that's a low bar. But they know maybe what they're doing. This is a very low bar, man. And we deserve better. But definitely, you know, be safe. And uh, we look forward to talking to you down the line. Subscribe on youtube make sure you follow ryan and i on all social media platforms he's rappy ski and rappy ski one i'm that davis um again be safe we'll talk to you